Good morning, Hope. We are on day three of looking at endurance and discipline and the final look very specifically at at this. And yesterday we, we saw that suffering can lead to endurance and discipline, that uh, suffering and enduring leads to character, leads to hope and to um, to joy being able to count our sufferings as joy. So suffering can produce endurance, which produces good character. But I kind of want to look at the goal of endurance. The Why do we want to uh, endure? Why do we need to build good habits into our lives? Habits of meditation and prayer, solitude, immersing ourselves in God's word, looking after the needs of others, uh, and any other number of good habits that we're trying to build into our lives. Endurance and those habits and practices are not done so that we can simply check them off a box or for their own sake even. They do not earn us favor or gain us points. We do not do them for the sake of doing them. So what is the purpose? And in short, I think it's to become more like the person of Jesus Christ. But I think we can return to the Psalms and specifically Psalm chapter 1 to see what the end game is here. Psalm 1 says this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinner, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. The goal is to be a tree planted by streams of water. One who delights in the law of the Lord and meditates in it day and night. Someone who is disciplined spiritually is like a tree planted by streams of water. The imagery here is someone who is always connected to a life source. There is constant health. There is no fear of disease or rot. Their fruit comes in its season and it will be bountiful. This also may be an allusion to the tree of life in Genesis 3. In Genesis 3, we read of God planting a garden in the midst of four great rivers and there are two trees, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and then the tree of life. And those two trees are planted between those rivers. This tree of life makes a return in Revelation chapter 22. And here's what John has to say about it. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Through the middle of the street of the city, also on either side of the river, the tree of life with its twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Here is a tree planted beside or really on both sides of a stream of water. This tree is bearing 12 kinds of fruit, fruit for every month, and it brings healing to the nations. If we connect these two images, then when we delight in the law of the Lord, when we are disciplined spiritually, when we take discipline seriously, we are like this tree. Our fruit or the fruit of the Spirit is always evident in us. We bring healing to the nations. And this is why, this is the goal, the 
the goal of being intentional with our habits and our practices, not to earn a badge, but because God through Jesus is reconciling all things to himself and bringing ultimate healing to the world. And the way he has chosen to bring that about is through us. So to return to Psalm 1, do not walk in the way of the wicked, but find your delight in the law of the Lord. Meditate on it day and night, and then you will be like the tree, constantly connected to its source of life. Spiritually, there will be no fear of rot or decay, and your leaves, your fruit will bring healing to all who encounter it.